0: Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for your, for your Holy Spirit, for your word, Father God, we ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to come and the knowledge of you, come, Father God, Father, let it be articulated, let your voice come forth, Father God, let, let your word come and penetrate our hearts and our minds, bring faith and increase into our spirit, O oh God, strengthen us, strengthen us in the inner man, strengthen us, O oh Father God, awaken us, Father God, Father Rise up the more ministries of help, O God, for all the things that you need to come forth, O Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for the cross, God. I ask you to hide me behind the cross if your words go forth, Father God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. And that the throne of God will speak today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Today's message is called Found Date. It's Found Foundation, but separated, but it's foundation. Solid as a rock we have to be with the Word of God inside of our hearts and our minds and in, in, in every part of our being. Jesus Christ said build on these words, on these foundations. When we build something, it must be on Him and Him alone. He is stored, made flesh, and dwelt among us. In John 1-17 through it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was nothing made that was made. Everything made by Him. All things means everything, even the things that are contrary to Him. He has a plan and a purpose, and the light shined. It says, "In him was life, and the life of the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkest darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness." Of that light, true light, which lighteth every man, cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but by God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And as we behold His glory, the glorious same Lord and the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, full of grace and truth, John, bear witness of Him, and cried, saying, This is whom we spoke of coming after, preferred before me, and He was before me, and His fullness have all we received, and the grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth Came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. We're talking about foundation today, let's read Luke six. For a good tree cannot bear bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree is known by the fruit. For thorns for the thorns of men do gather figs, and the bramble bush gather their grapes. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. Out of the abundance of the heart the mouth will speak. And why you call me Lord, Lord and do not do what I say. See this is the problem. Many people in the church don't know what he says. Because they they're founded on other things. Worship, his presence, programs, different things. But we have to know what He says to know what to do. Because He says here, then will call my name Lord, Lord, and, and, and why do you call me Lord and you don't do what I say? Many people say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but they don't do what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Many people say, I'm, Jesus is my Savior and Lord, but they don't know even what He tells us to do. Mm-hmm. I just picked one, and it happens to be the one that I like. Because I really love you know, to celebrate the holidays. And those are the best holidays that aren't even really from him, they're all pagan anyway. Whosoever comes to me, he said, whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I'll show to him he's what he's like. He's like a man who built his house and dig deep and laid the foundation on the rock. So he dig through all the crap and all the other things. He's like, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to find the rock. I'm going to find the sure foundation. I'm going to find where... Everything is founded on, and that's Jesus. He's saying, you know, a lazy man will just say, Oh, Jesus is down there. Jesus is over there. Oh, it might be the Word of God. It might not be the Word of God. But, you know, everyone's there, and they're standing near Jesus. But they're not digging down to find the rock, the true Word of God, the foundation of which we live and stand and must have our being in, because without it, we're not going to make it. Because every man builds, and whoever builds upon must build upon the rock of Jesus. Everyone can say they're a Christian, but if you're a Christian, you need to be Christ-like. You need to be knowing the living oracles of God and begin to speak them. So when the enemy comes and the storms come and the floods come, then we're standing because we're connected and we're built upon Him. Not a bunch of stuff in between Him, all that dirt. He just said you got to dig down till you find the rock. And I don't want to go to places and hear messages on TV where i got to dig through all this stuff just to find one little piece of rock. I want it all to be the rock. Why you shake your head? Confirmation again? (laughs) Amen. So he did. He said, this is like a man which built his house. We are the house of God. God builds the house of his labor. But we are the house of God. And God says, and we are to build. And we're... It's not like we're actually doing the building, but we are doing the building on one side. So we, it's, it's how you have to look at it. Because he's making a parable here. I'm not saying that we're building the church. He's building the church. But we need, we need to be submissive for his will to allow him to place us where we're supposed to be. lighting stones. But he's using a parable here. So he's saying when a man wants to build a house, to so look at a house, look at your life like a house. You're going to build your house? Are you going to build up your life on the word of God? Or are you going to build it on Whatever else people are building on. Because she's talking about it right here. Laid a foundation on the rock. And when the floods arose and the stream came violently. Because there's a storm coming. And when, right before Jesus comes back is going to be the biggest storm of everyone's life. There's going to be persecution on every nation. In every city. On every corner. And things are going to be not like they are now. And you're not going to be able to just to go to the store and buy a loaf of bread. You might have to be praying for a miracle for bread to appear, just like it did in the and when Jesus was preaching in, in, to the multitude. You're going to be you're going to need to be on the rock to be able to do that, or you're going to be shaken and you're going to end up in fear and say, "Well, God loves me. He certainly wouldn't want me to die. He certainly didn't want me to starve. He certainly so." And I don't even know what you know what 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 the seven mountains are, what the beast is, and all this stuff because I just you know. I go to the Cornerstone Church because we're going to talk about the Cornerstone. I go to Cornerstone, you know, down the street. And certainly, just because it has a steeple and there's people in there and they sing songs, I must be okay. But see, if God's raising up the volume of His messages through His messengers, there's a reason because time is short. And He said, "Look around. Don't look at the signs to find. Look at around to know what what time it is." So He says, "When the floods came, it was founded upon the rock." But he that heareth and doesn't do it is like a man without a foundation, built his house upon the earth, upon the carnal. Earth is considered the carnal. That's why the chickens they eat from the ground and eagles fly high. And it says the foundation was built upon a house and upon the earth, which when the streams and violently immediately it fell, and ruined of that house. And that's why we see the pastoral churches are not founded upon the rock. They're founded upon other things. Well, thank you. Let's see how um, how Matthew stated it because James and Matthew, they have a lot of things in common when they... Wherefore, the you by your fruits, they shall know that. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of God, but those that do the will of the Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not done marvelous works, and cast out demons. And, and then I will confess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, worker of iniquity. He didn't say you didn't go to a church. He didn't say you didn't read the Bible once in a while. He said you're a worker of iniquity. How can you be a worker of iniquity? Because it's not by our works that we're saved. It's not by our the, the power even of His name. It's about by, by, by submission and be grafted into the branch, mm-hmm. to the vine, because you're the branch. And a branch disconnected from the Word of God because He's the Word made flesh go up among us. And He's the light of the world. And we are the light of the world now. And if the light's not shining and the bushels covering the light, how great is that light? And how great is that darkness? He talks about both of them. And and many Christians are hiding, you know, in the chameleon stuff. And and, 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 and that's, that's just because they're not on a sure foundation. They're already shaken. And they don't even know the Word. Then someone comes and brings... The oracle's word of God to them, and they don't even comprehend that it's even from the Holy Spirit of God. Yeah. You can almost quote Jesus, and they'll say, "That's not Jesus." Why? Because they don't—they're not founded on Him, His Word. They're founded on love, or gods like this, or gods like that. But it's not—it doesn't work like that. God—God God loves us all. That's why He wants us not to be deceived. So we need to know the Word. The Word sharpens us right. to know that the messengers that come from God and the power that comes from the messengers are signated, coming from the Holy Spirit. So he says, He'll say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, in my name, and done marvelous works, and I'll profess that I never knew them because they were working. Therefore, he that heareth these, then he goes on to say, he that hears, these sayings of mine and doeth them. First of all, we got to hear it. Right. It's funny that we hear a lot of good stuff, motivation, everything, but that's not going to get us to we need to hear the Word of God. We'll be likened unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. A wise man built his house on, built his life on the Word of God. A foolish man built his house on his own opinions of what the Bible may, or, on, or on religion. So, a wise man, and what do we have to be? It says, uh, the beginning of, uh, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of the wisdom. So, first of all, you better have the fear of the Lord, because you'll never be wise. And then it says, he that is wise wins souls. So there's another thing about wise. And then he, he says that there's a foolish virgin and a wise virgin. Well, the wise virgin filled their lamp with oil. Who is the oil? The Holy Spirit, the truth, the word of God. It all is about that. We, we cannot no longer allow to come together and not be on the rock. And the rains descended and the floods came. And he's not saying it might happen. It's going to happen every single one of us on the earth. And I'm not talking about these little floods in our life or these little things. We all go through storms. Reports from doctors, this and that. I'm talking about the major storm, too. How are you going to stand in these little storms? If you can't even stand in the little storm, how are you going to stand in the big storm? So we need to be standing on the Word of God, the sure Word of God. And if we are, then we have faith. And fear can't creep in because we're, we're founded on the rock.
1: That's right
0: and he says and everyone that hears these sayings of mine and doeth them shall be like and doesn't do them is like a foolish man which built his house on sand the other one said the dirt and, and when the rains descended, and the floods came and, and the winds blew the other guy talking about digging deep this guy just talking about building it on it and beat upon it and the, and, and, and the great was that fall and great in passing, and passing and, and it came to pass and Jesus ended these sayings and he was astonished and they were astonished at his doctrine for he taught not as one having authority, but one of the scribes. And everyone that preaches with authority, and they say, "Oh, he's full of pride." He's say, "No, Jesus is with authority. You got to know what you're saying. You got to know what you're selling. You all watch the show because we've been talking about lately, and there's a lot of this. It's like, you know, I like. The, I don't like the product, so I'm out. People are like, I don't like that Jesus, so I'm out. I don't like the word of God, but I just want to be, you know, part of the the fellow of the social club, Christianity. No, it doesn't work that way. You need to be able to back what you say. And you then, of course, from that, then obviously we need to know what we're saying. And when you know what you're saying, you know who you're saying it for, then it's called boldness. And then we'll ha- all heaven and earth moves. And then Satan stops messing with you. Because you know your identity. Because your identity is not in you, or what you do, or what you say. It's in Christ. And when Satan sees you, he doesn't see you anymore. He sees Christ. And then he can't mess with you. I mean, he'll try all the time, but he said he won't be able to take you out. Our trips, our falls become less and less because right. we're now, we're, we're rooted and grounded in Him, love. And so when it beat him out the Pentecost the past, and, and uh, they were stonest as this doctrine. Churches, people, we were everyone's building on all types of things. People are building everything on the economy. Is it up or down? Now we'll start to do this. People are building... Church is on worship-based. Jesus never said, it. the worship, let it enhance the rock, the Word. Yeah. Yeah. People are building it on prayer. Prayer is great. We need to pray. But if you build it on prayer, it's still not the Word of God. It's not going to make it. You can pray all day long and you don't know any word or anything to stand in that. You're gone. You're going to be praying and then your praying is going to be turning into begging and then your begging is going to be turning into crying out. You might go to heaven because He's saving you because you're crying out to Jesus, but you ain't going to withstand the storm. Building on the works of justice, we're supposed to do those too. Yeah. But that's not the foundation. Building on evangelism, that's certainly number one, one of the number one things to do. But you can't do it right unless you're built on the rock. That's right. People build it all on evangelism, but they don't know any word. They know a couple of scriptures ABCs of salvation. It's very important. People are doing that. That's the problem with what's going on. Unbalanced. That's why God is bringing back the apostolic. And it can go on and on and on. And that's why you see these Oh, there's a worship. No, it's all about worship at this church. And that's why hundreds of thousands of people come because the worship is amazing. Then the Word comes up and it doesn't convict anybody of sin or anything. Anybody can have a mega ministry built like that, but only a few follow Jesus. He had the smallest ministry going to the cross. His ministry of 12 turned into like three at the last minute. <laughs> but if we're built on the rock, we will stand. So my encouragement is we need to know the Word and the Word needs to know us. I don't care how many scriptures you know. You can quote them, but if you're not living them and you don't know them in your inward parts, they're up here and they're not in your heart. They have no power. Because then you become to speak like one of the scribes and the Pharisees. Because from your heart comes the boldness and then all hell shakes. This is why we need the apostolic and it's so very important. There's a foundation is on the rock. And we can have no other foundation. So, like this. He's gonna talk, I'm gonna go into that. So we go to build, right? He's saying here we go. Okay, well, that's a nice piece of land. You don't know, it's not it's not even it's not even rainy season. You didn't even realize it's like mud wetland in the in the rainy season. But it's beautiful. It's nice and clean. Let's build there. It's got nice shade, the sun, that stays out this way. Well, it's not good. good. the foundation is really not supposed to be the 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 the, the dirt. So you dig down and you make, and even if you pour, and if you gotta raise up above sea level, you keep pouring concrete so you have a great foundation. And it goes on to say the foundations is built on the apostles' prophets. And to get into that because God's not contradicting Himself between a Him being the the foundation and the rock, and Him He He is talking about. And I'll get into that in a minute. So what do you do? Even in that, you you don't you go something and you dig down and then even that you'll anchor into stone or something into the deep parts or you build or if there's nothing in that we create like let's say in man created we make a big foundation we pour big footers and we pour lots of concrete and then we begin to build on, on, on that so it's way deep down so no matter what comes and the bigger the foundation the safer the building is and it won't shake so I seen in that in rocky places people build those. They'll, they'll come in they'll shave the rock and they'll actually go into the rock and put footers and steel and screws so they're in that thing and that's what God wants us to do we need to be connected into the word of God cuz there was the foundation was before the foundation even of the church it was already founded before the creation of the world the church was there even before Israel was even founded Ephesians 2:19 through Therefore, because now, one of the reasons that stirred this message is people are saying there's no more apostles. Paul was the last one. And I'm like, and they say, well, he said that he saw God. And it's like, well, that means God can't. He didn't even see him personally. If he did, it wasn't documented. But what I'm saying is he had an encounter. But there's, like, again, yeah, all these signs. And he was, it's like, and they have these all these books about it. And they hold everyone on that. And they come against anything that moves. And that kind of stirred this. And God took me like deeper into the whole thing and how how important it is. So in Ephesians four uh, two nineteen to twenty four, therefore you are no more strangers or fellow citizens, but saints in the household of God. Remember, we're building how God's building the house, but we're also Jesus was saying a how it looks and a and built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ Himself being. The chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly joins together, groweth until the holy temple of the Lord. Groweth, I mean, until the holy temple of the Lord. In whom you are built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. So, if anybody knows anything about building, you start at the corner. You never build in the middle or in the center. On the side, there's a corner right? And that's why you do surveys and you start at the corner and you go out. So Jesus is the starting point. Same as the rock. He's the starting point. He if it doesn't start with him, it ain't going to work. So he's the starting point. So it's the same thing. Being the chief cornerstone, all the all the all the pillars are important, but that's the chief cornerstone. I mean, that's the main one. If you don't have that one, the building's going to collapse. Doesn't matter how many other other uh, corners you have, and pillars you have, it's going to collapse. So he's saying Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. So how can people now? So if we see the condition of the church and everything, and all these different religions and everything, we're like, well, and okay, we we'll just go to one of those denominations, and what? It's not built on the rock. How can I survive? So this is what's going on. So how could there? Okay, so if, if there was only tw- all the apostles are done, there's no more. And now everything's being built on a lot of different things, on, on, on denominational rules and regulations, built on the law. Some are built on this, some are built on that. How is God going to come and build His church where the gates of hell will not prevail? On top of all that stuff. So I'm going to show you why it's so important. So if there wouldn't be apostles anymore, God could never shake everything in the end times, start to build the end of the, the, the book of Acts church for the coming of the Lord. Because then what? We have enough churches, right? We have buildings everywhere. We have denominations. We have people, um, you know, all over the place. But there's there's a lot of stuff in between Christ now that God has to get out of the way. So it makes total sense. So what does He do? He says this right here. Watch this now. So, the whole, through the Spirit. And it says, so, what are the apostles? So basically what He's saying, built on the foundation of the apostles. process I mean, the apostle and the prophet get the blueprints of the church how to do it. That's, they lay. So they're actually the, the blueprint carriers and the church builds it upon the apostles and the prophets. On the word of God, coming from God as the living oracle of that time. That's why God pulled these people out of the systems and he plants them to build places and then later on the people they die or the gifts die or something comes in and then but when God's about to come back for the last time pour out the latter rain he's going to have a church an apostolic church moving in power so that's why we say why can't you just we just because God doesn't build on anything but the truth he doesn't build on programs he doesn't build on ideas he doesn't build on all the things we're talking about he builds on his word and if there's if there's anything being built upon that it's going to burn up because I'm going to show you right now. So, so these 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 things come against his ascension gifts for now. But Jesus is the master builder. God is the builder, but He gives us the plans. But we need to speak it for, right? Write the vision, make it plain. Nehemiah was, and the whole story about Nehemiah is a shadow of the end time apostolic church. And all the gates were being restored. The deliverance. The The evangelism, all the fivefold ministry gates being restored, so the fivefold apostolic church has to be having all the gifts moving in it to be a right building. It can't just be pastoral, love, 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 do your thing, come in and let's do holy yoga on Friday, and then on Wednesday you like something else, and then it's built, it's got stuff in between Christ, And, and it's not gonna, it's not gonna work because you're building your you're, you're mixing stuff then that's called untempered mortar it's it doesn't have the cement it doesn't have the thing that makes it hard and stay hard and it's in Ezekiel as well it's called untempered mortar it's kind of like those uh hut houses in Africa where they have no not a lot of money and they get mud and rain and they get that hard mud and they get it wet and they, they make a house that's what the house of god looks like now cuz it doesn't have it's 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 not tempered by the word and the rock of Jesus Christ. And, 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 and it's not made by Him. By Him being the concrete. And the fivefold ministry. And, 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 and one another being that glue of the Holy Spirit holding it together. Because mm-hmm. our soul can't hold it together. It has to be held together by the Spirit of the living God. So he goes on. Let's read, what, read in Romans what Paul said. Romans 19 through 22. Through the mighty signs and wonders, by the power of God, by the power of the Spirit of God, all through Judas and roundabout and and, um, Elisirium, I have fully preached the gospel. Paul's like, I fully preached the gospel. This stuff was already starting right in the beginning. Paul wouldn't even have this on his heart unless it was already trying to happen right then. Yea, have I strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I shall build upon another man's foundation. And we know we don't build on man's foundation. He's, he's explaining another apostle then. Because you have to be an apostle or prophet to build. He just said built on the apostles and the prophets. So right there proves that he, there was other apostles even during his time. And Paul couldn't be ever My goodness. So where do they get that? It's like, okay, the Holy Spirit, there's no order. Give me a break. And they believe this, man. And they, by the droves, they take all this... Scriptures out of context, but as it is written to whom he has not spoken of, they shall see and they have not heard, they shall understand for which cause also had been much hindered from coming to you. now let's go to Corinthians where he talks about First um, Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9 through 23. For we are laborers together with God. you are God's husbandry. And you are God's building. And that's what I was trying to talk about. You're, you are, we are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto, Paul says, unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. So he's talking about laying the foundation. So we've got to be that he's laying it on, on Jesus Christ. On the rock. He didn't lay it on the mud. And, and that's how the church started. It was laying on the foundation. And it had power. Because it was on the rock. It had the gifts like never before, fruits were abounding, and persecution was at a high, and that's what's going to happen too, because because they didn't start to go build on other things on the side and go run off and do their own things a, a, a apart from the apostolic, like we see today. Everybody goes to to school because they like they want to be a pastor, and all I got to do is get a certificate for man doesn't make you anything. Makes you actually foolish because you're building on your own foundation. Because if God ain't called you, you got no right to do it. That's right. And everyone who's called knows it. And there's warfare that goes with it. And it's yeah. not just something. We don't. We're, it's not an opportunity to be in the ministry. It's not. It's. It's not a career That's right. like religion. Will want to tell you? Oh, I just got a passion to God. I want to. And it's. And it's not something you come into a hierarchy and you sell your soul for it. And. and Catholicism or all that to be something and give your whole life to something and at the end realize it's all burned up hopefully you're not you don't burn up with it but it all burns up because it wasn't on the rock there's so much mixture so God's like I just want everyone to get back on the rock because there's something about to come there's floods coming there's storms coming and all the little storms in our life is to, to to test us to test us so he says the grace of God given unto me, the wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another built upon, thereupon. But let every man take heed how he builds thereupon. He, Paul's like, you better not put crap in between it. You're building, and it needs to stay the same. It's like this. Great big foundation on the rock, strapped into the rock, drilled in, and all that. Paul, they have stood to build. Paul dies, and then they got, well, you know, all these trees are dying. you know the green the green movement moves in the church and all the trees are dying so you know we got to do this way and Paul. So let's use you know and uh, recycled plastic. So now we're building with materials that are man-made and not God made. So all of a sudden now we have all this stuff in between and that's what's going on now. And all of a sudden, yeah, you know what's going on? God's going to shake everything that can be shaken. The only thing that remains is the foundation of the apostles and prophets again. So boom, all that stuff falls. And even the good stuff in between because they had the fear of man. And they're like, well, we'll just build anyway. We'll just try to fight the system and fight this and fight that. So then, are you guys seeing the building in your spirit and everything right now? So, and you know, you got that and you got the plastics and you got the recycled this. And they get mad too, so you you got to recycle that. So we'll just use all this recycled and in the world that's a great idea if you're building that because you know we want to save the environment we're talking about the kingdom of God here we're talking about the house of God though that's right. we're talking about the ark of Noah we've got to build it the way he says it, to do yes, it right. or it ain't going to go anywhere right. and when the rains come it's going to have a bunch of leaks and it's going to sink with all the people yes, right. that that right. were mocking and, and laughing at God that's right. so then we're that's why we're building that's why we're continuing that's why we're praying yeah we want worship worship to enhance the rock worship to get us back on the rock Worship to pray to get, if we get off the straight, to get us back on the rock. But you can't be away from the rock and think your prayer is going to keep you in the storm. So all of these movements are good, but are they God? No, and not if they're not not founded on the rock. And that's why God's bringing the order back. And nobody wants to give up their... Their dream, their thing, but it says right: the foundation and build thereupon. Let every man take heed how he builds thereupon. For other fo- for no other foundation can man lay than was laid, which is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Which is Jesus Christ. If any man build upon foundation gold, silver, precious stones, or hay, wood, or stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall the When the storms come. Jesus was talking about that. Now you might not see it now. It might have lots of money. It might have lots of stained glasses. It might have lots of programs. And it might have lots of people. But when you can't be a Christian anymore, they will be the first ones to bow down to Baal. And what do we got to do? Because you know, God built this big institution. So of course we got to keep it. We can't let it go. We can't let the storm take it and go run to the rock. So they go down with the boat. They go down with the ship. That's not going to happen to those that are built on the rock. People, the word of God is so important. And what he says to do, it's not because he just hey, that little thing he hates. It's that thing and that thing and that thing and that thing. And he tells you this. And all of a sudden in the end, you're where you're supposed to be. Everybody focuses on the, well, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but when you put all the not a big deals all together in one basket, it becomes a big deal. Everybody, though that's not a big deal. And that, why you did that? But see, when this guy's preaching on that, and that guy's preaching on that, and God that, and you put it all together, there's a reason. Oh, they're just, you know, can't they just enjoy their life? Those same people, they're the one, oh, muddy and dirty, maybe find the house of the rock, and if they're lucky, grab on after their whole building falls. And then you see all of them down, the, just like they did in Noah's time, where they say, oh, God, we... Open the door, Noah. Let us in now. But what did he say? When the door was shut, he can't. He can't say, well, God, God, you're a God of love. Now they want it. God said, when I shut the door, do not open it for nothing. And he also said that when the day of judgment comes, when he comes, and the door, when when they go in the wedding, and it's ready, and they come in the door, and even those that are in there that slipped in, that didn't have the right garments on, they get tossed right out the window. God's not playing games, so we need to be found on the rock. Not because He's mean, not because He doesn't want us to have any fun, not because because it's important to, to pre- preserve us for what is to come. And then that's why these people want to come against any kind of structure, or order, and say God's not like that because they killed their own. All of them killed the prophets before. Then don't think they're going to kill the prophets in the church and the apostles in the church as well. God has not changed. But we're the ones that get tossed to and fro if we're not on a rock.
1: Yeah, thank you,
0: Lord. Praise God. And if you got a strong house, you won't even <laughs> blow with the wind. It says, "Be tossed to and fro by any wind of doctrine." Why? Because you're jumping on every little. You're jumping from house to house that's not even built on the rock. Because if it was, if you were, you would know that ain't even in the Bible, or that's not even. That's a waste of my time. Yeah. And why am I going to do all that when all you just got to do these few simple things? And really, they're just a few simple things. Trust, obey, and follow. Hallelujah. Every man's work shall be manifest. And that's in Revelation 2. It says the shame of their nakedness will appear before all men. Even in the church, everyone's going to know who's been... And we see it already, but they
1: don't.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, brother, you just just calm down. Mm -hmm. No, no, he's coming back. And the enemy loves to get us to start thinking about our own kingdoms and our own world and our own... You know, retirement and all these different things that might be gone in one day. Antichrist comes sees every bank account, sees all that, and then what are you gonna do? What are you storing up for? Yeah. The Antichrist you store it for bail, you'll live by it. you live by bail, you'll die by bail. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. That's why it's so important the word of God. And this is the time where it's coming more important than ever. That's why God's turning up the the fire. If any man Work abide, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward, eternal life. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet as by fire. Know yea, not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy which temple you are. Let no man deceive himself. I'll tell you what, if you tell me this and I go to church in false grace and you tell me I can do this, this, and this and still get to heaven, you think my flesh is going to say, no way, I just want to prove God I love Him more. Give me a break. We do it because we keep hearing the Word and we're like, God, take it. And then we don't live in condemnation. And I hate living in condemnation, but why are you condemned if it's okay anyway? It's funny, when we still have a conscience and we do the things that we... They might say you get away with, but at the same time we, we don't we don't feel right about them. Why? Because God's letting us know it's not right, no matter what man says. Or you can you can hide yourself in grace all day, but you want to live condemned all your life. The next day you're just beating yourself up because because of that. No, let the fire burn. Be founded on the rock. Stand, and then you can enjoy God and one another, and then we don't have to live in this warfare because. We're founded on the rock and the devil can't make us feel we're saved one day and the next day when we mess up, I people all ask, am I still saved? I'm like, you can't ask me. you got to know that for yourself. But obviously you're doing something if you're thinking that you lost your salvation over something or believe in that. That's not it's just a stupid question. We go boldly to the throne of grace. We mess up. This there's, there's Our sin after Him doesn't put us in hell. But our sin keeps us from Him. And our sin makes us feel horrible. So, and eventually if we do it, we could be blotted out because we follow another God because we want to save our life. Jesus says you got to save your life, you've got to lose it. Yeah. Lose it now. Or lose it later, but you're going to lose it. Right. Let no man deceive you. Who's always the one that deceives? him? it's man. It's not the Holy Spirit. People say, oh, you're God. Oh, yeah? Well, it doesn't bear witness with the God and me. So I don't know what truth you're speaking, but is it the truth from the Holy Spirit? It might be true. Yeah. His name is Yahweh, but I don't have to say it. And if I don't say, say your, what you say, I'm not going to hell. So that's not true. It's true his name's Yahweh and Yeshua, but I got saved calling on the name of Jesus. Now the name of Jesus is going to send me to hell? It's all out there. Well, wow, the same name that saved me, now it's condemning me. Give me a break, and they're all out there. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Legalism. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: God is not le Satan's legalist. Yeah. He'll use the word against you all the time. Yeah. That's why God wants you in the spirit. He can't yeah. condemn you with the wor- yeah. same word of God that saved you. Thank yeah. Lord. Satan's the legalist. Come on. He's the accuser. He's the prosecutor. Yeah. And, and and you broke the law. Lo- it ain't the Holy Spirit convicts you and loves you for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God for it is written he takes the wise in their own craftiness and again the lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise and that they are vain therefore let no man glory in men for all things are yours whether paul apollos cephas or the world well they must have been apostles if they had people under them doing paul apollos cephas they were baptizing so he's like they're building there they know the word why am i going to go there Everybody wants to go to the next church because they're going to get a big offering. Why are you going to go? If they had all the fivefold gifts in the church, why would you have to go there and help them? The Holy Spirit's the same Holy Spirit in the whole earth. Amen. No, it's itinerary, it's religion, it's mixing like the world. You know, I'm going to go there because I got something. Well, there should be enough people that got something because we ain't got nothing if it ain't coming from the Holy Spirit anyway. And the same Holy Spirit that gives it to you can give it to everybody else. But anyway, that's a whole other message. Life or death or things present or things to come are your, are yea, are Christ, and Christ is God's. So what came from the rock in the Old Testament? The Word of God is the water, right? Again, it was the rock. M- Moses went to the rock to get the water. He didn't even go to the river. Jesus, God said, go to the rock. Go to the rock and I'll put water out of the rock.
1: Hallelujah!
0: Thank you, Lord. Let's read Psalms 118. 22-29. Yeah. 20 the gate of the Lord into the righteous they shall enter. We'll praise thee. For thou hast... You know, Jesus is the city of God. Mm-hmm. Thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused is become the head of the corner. See, the church is refusing it now. The same Spirit, if you don't bow to the... If you're not on the rock, you're not going <laughs> to... What makes you any different than the, the religious Pharisees and Sadducees and uh, 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 people that ran the temple of the time before Jesus? Than people today, with, with a shadow of what it is, but run by the Holy Spirit, coming together? Any different? Think that they can't reject the same stone that the builders rejected back then? Of course they can. Mm-hmm. Whenever you reject, re- despise prophecy, reject the word of the Lord, and mm-hmm. shut down the spirit of Elijah, and don't let the word of God be preached, and or say this is too much or that, you're just saying shut up, Jesus. Mm-hmm. We got this. Who was that sign? We said something like take the. Oh, it was never mind. That was a stupid sign. Anyway, it doesn't even go. On that. Who was that with me though? Solomon. Someone here. Anyway. <laughs> It was when that, Kavanaugh got the, someone held the sign and said, uh, Jesus g- gave the, the black lady the wheel. He was holding that sign up in front of the, I'm like, oh my, it was you. Why couldn't you tell me it was you guys? You guys were what I saw yesterday. Anyway, now I remember it. Make me feel crazy. Anyway, how ridiculous. The builders refuse is become... That's where that's where Paul got it right now. And he called Jesus the chief's cornerstone once again. They refused them when he came in the flesh. They refused his prophets that came from God. And they're refusing it now. This is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee. O oh Lord, O oh, oh Lord, I beseech thee. And send now, prosperity. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. For all this that we see in the New Testament was already written. And blessed you are out of the house. Blessed is he that comes out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord. And we are the house of God, right, guys? So he that comes in the name of the Lord, he is blessed. And you will and you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord. Which has showed us light. By the same. remember before he says, They call me Lord, Lord? God is the Lord. Yes. Bind the sacrifices with cords, even. And doesn't it say that we are to be living sacrifices? All the revelation comes together. and That's what we're here to do. On the rock of the revelation of what? Jesus Christ. Yeah. We're not building the church on the revelation that Peter heard God. Build upon Peter. I'll oh, build upon Cephas. You're not build, he's building upon the revelation of the Christ. Yes. The word of God. Christ is means the anointed one. We build on the anointing. If it's not anointed, it ain't God. I don't care how good it is and how much help it is. It's got to be anointed. And everybody hates the anointing if they're not in, in, in the bride. They hate it. The world hates it. He said, they hate you because they hate me. And if they love you, then you don't, must not love me. <laughs> That's me. If they hated me, what? He said, without a cause, you are. And you're waiting for people. for You're mad because people hate you. And they got a reason now. Wait till you're really living like Christ and doing like Christ. They hate you just because you're trying to be like Christ. Wait till you actually start living and, and, and moving like Him like never before. Your whole family will turn against you.
1: Come
0: on. It says your own household will be your foes. People don't read the full Bible, man.
1: Come
0: on. If God is the Lord, which has shown us light, bind the sacrifice with cord unto every horns of the altar, and thou art my God, and I will praise thee and I'll exalt thee, and I'll give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good, and his mercy endures forever. There was a foundation even before the foundation, because the foundation that Paul got was from the foundation that was before the foundations of the world. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and he had a plan for the church. The church was before the foundations of the world, even before Israel was formed. When Israel was created the church was already there because God spoke it and Jesus is the Word made flesh. So it means Jesus spoke it and it was created.
1: Yes, glory. Praise God. And He made
0: man on the sixth day.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: So He was there on the zero day. (laughs) Matthew 16. The Pharisees and then I'm almost done. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and... They were looking for a sign from heaven and answered and said them, In the evening, it's fair weather, in the sky, in the morning, in the foul weather, in the day, and the, it's red and everything. He says, You hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and discern, as you know, when the weather, you know, it's going to rain, you know, when it's going to be a hot day. Even the weatherman can tell you next month that there's going to be a storm. I mean, we got technology. You can see next week, oh, they're pretty accurate. You know, the hurricane's coming, you know, we got all the wind. I mean, they'll calculate it all. You know, it looks like spaghetti for a minute. But basically, they hit kind of around the area. You can discern all that stuff even before God says, You can't discern these times that here I am, he's saying. You don't even know. They, people like, you bring the Word of God, and they'll be like, That isn't the Word of God. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Come on. And he answered and said to them, He says, In the weather, he says, All the hypocrites, you can see all this, but you can't see me. That's what he's saying. If you knew my father, he said, You'd know me. And who is He? He's the Word. Yes. We need to know yes. the Word. You can't yes. know Him without knowing the Word. Yes. Amen. It's impossible. Because He is the Word. Knowing the Word is knowing Christ.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Oh, brother, I have a great relationship Jesus. with God.
1: Jesus. Praise God.
0: And then you get mad at the Word when it comes. How can you have a great relationship? And every time He reveals Himself, you're mad at Him. It's like this. You're married to someone, it's like... I love them as long as they don't they're in the other room they never open their mouth and they never do anything I just love looking at them I love going in a building with them but don't let them don't let her talk or do anything or I'm out of the house and I'm mad that's how it is with the word of God because Jesus says I'm the word we put him in a little corner put the bible there and he speaks to all every one of us because if you don't know him and know how he is you won't understand that's right is that working me oh no you're like I thought someone was no I'm just Oh, yeah, okay, good, good. And, okay, I'm almost done. Amen? Amen. Oh, wow. Praise
1: God. You're
0: Amen. mad already Adam. He loves you. Oh, he, loves you. <laughs> he loves you, he loves you, and he loves you. Thank God. <laughs> We're, basking. We're basking in the fire. Amen. Basking in the fire. Ah, basking in the... Yeah, it it, it isn't a spa, brother. It's like 10,000 degrees like a lava... A lava spa? Anyone? basket in the spa? Amen. And when the disciples come to the other side, they forgot. Now watch this. Mm. To the other side, they forgot to take bread. And they were talking about real bread. Who's the bread of life? Jesus. Jesus. So, and what is the bread? It's the living word, right? So we eat it in the spirit. And we're eating today. We're having a meal. So, they're worried about the bread. God is worried about the bread the bread of life. <laughs> so Jesus, he said, then he's like, okay, they're all concerned about, you know, their bellies, and God's like more concerned about their spirit. Yeah. So Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the bread, the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It's what they put in the bread. Leaven is in the bread and it rises. Well pride rises. Knowledge puffs up. So, you know, when you get Information that's not revelation, you can puff up and think you know something more than your next foe, and then you get pride and then you're puffed up, but it's only leaven of the Pharisees. So, the leaven of the Pharisees, beware of the leaven. And he reasoned among them, saying this because they took no bread. They're like, why is he saying this? We're like, we just want to eat, man. Which, when Jesus perceived, because he knows their thoughts, even, they don't even have to talk. And the Holy Spirit. And the Word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. It says it right there. The Word of God. So you can't know what's really going on in someone's heart and everything. And you say, people say, oh, how did I? am fine. But you're really not. You think you're fine. But we're talking about something else. So he says, and you received, and he said unto them, "Oh, yea of little faith, why you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Don't you understand, neither remember. And they to remember the lows and the fight. In other words, he's saying again, who, who you have with me? He's like, don't you know who's on the boat with you and you're worried again? We just fed 5,000 people and, and how many extra uh, leftovers was there? Neither of the seven loaves or the thousand in the basket took. And he says, how is it you understand that I spoke not you concerning the natural bread is what he's saying. That you should beware of the, the doctrine. He said the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they, they didn't understand how he bode with them. Be, beware of the leaven? What? What are you talking about? Let me put the leaven in the bread, and the bread rises. And what they add into the the law, the scripture now, the word of God. But the doctrine of the Pharisee, there it is, the truth. He's like, that's the bread you should worry about. Not, not that bread, and not me, because I'm right with you. The doctrine of the Pharisees is that said, When Jesus came to the coast, very simple. Then he went to the coast, and now he's talking about the word. He's like, Nobody's getting I'm a word made flesh. Don't they know? They've been reading that Torah forever. Mm. I'm the bread come from heaven. I'm the I'm the manna. Yes. Which your fathers ate in the wilderness. Yes. And you hated it then and you hate it now.
1: Yeah, come
0: on. That's what he's saying. Yeah. That's what he said. You cannot discern. He's like, hey, you want to be one well with me here? Eat my hand. Rip out my heart and eat it. That's what Jesus said. So he said this. And he says, Whom do you say that I am? Who does man say that I am? And they said, "Well, some are saying you're John the Baptist. Some you're saying Elias, Elijah, Jeremiah, the prophets." But he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because they don't even know who I am." He was telling them all of them. But I've been with you. He's like this. I've been with you. And If you've been with the Word of God long enough, you'd know it. And when it's being preached from the pulpit, you'd know it.
1: Yeah.
0: And you would have and people that know it. And that's why the this is a small remnant that are just gathering around the Word. They're not gathering around signs and wonders. Trying to chase them, they're gathering around the word, yeah, yeah. and that's where the remnant comes. It's the word, it's Jesus, and He's the rock, and He has vessels and messengers and apostles and prophets bringing the word of God. They're not gathering around love festivals or this or or gathering around other things because when they when they do, they they know that something's wrong. But if you don't know Jesus, but you think you know Him because you you know Him in your own mindset, but really you don't know Him because you wouldn't be shaken. So he says this. They all say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what Jesus said on them, he says, but who do you say that I am? And Simon answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. No, the word come from heaven. He's like, you're the word. No, he didn't say that. Well, that's what he meant. Because Jesus and John said it in the beginning in John 1. I'm the word. And they had revelation of it. And of course, it was after he went, and they got the Holy Spirit, and they got to write a lot more about the Holy Spirit. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjonan, for flesh and blood... Man can't give you this. You can't get the Word of God from man. I've, you've revealed it, on, but flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Doctor so-and-so hasn't told you this, but my Father in heaven, and I say also unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock... Everybody just say the Catholics say, "Oh, yes. upon the rock, Peter's the rock because his name yeah. is Cephas means rock." Now he's the rock. Yeah. No, he's a rock because he knows that he's the Christ. He knows the Word of God. That's why Peter is considered Cephas the rock. But he said, "Upon this revelation, yeah. not upon Peter." We don't build upon a man. We don't build upon a man. That's, right. a man. that's, right. so that's how, without the Holy Spirit, and that, that's how off you can get and build a whole. Denomination is going to be part of the one world we that helps the harlot, that deceives the whole world. Why? Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Because they built on a man. Anything built on a man is a harlot. Everything that's built on Jesus is the church. There it is, right there in a nutshell. And every other religion is built on man. Some man, but there's only one man that rose from the dead. And there's only one man that's alive today, that died.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Amen. I mean, we come on, guys. We Thank might you be ex- yeah. remnant, but we got the truth, and yes. we're on yes. the rock. And yes. you know what? People are dying and killing and blowing and murdering people for a false god that's not even true. That they don't yes. even bear witness. We bear witnesses, and we have a frown on our face. Come on, come on, come on! It's time for you to rise yes. up and know who you are and yes. what you have, and yes. shake yes. off and yes. tell the, de- the devil to take a hike yes. and finish the work that he began yes. in you. He, I mean, he's yes. going to finish the work, but get up and say, "God, finish yes. the work in yes. me." Yes. And he said of this, Thou art Peter upon this rock, Upon he's talking about the revelation, I will build my church <laughs> and the gates of hell will not prevail against, I'm going to build my church on the rock, the revelation yeah. of Jesus Christ, the yeah. word of God made yeah. flesh. And now he says that we have the word of God in us. Hallelujah. <coughs> Amen. And look what comes with it. Thank you, Lord. And I will give unto you the keys of the king. Those are keys. Apt- a- apostolic or keys <laughs> keys represent the apostolic keys of the kingdom of heaven and then he's talking about authority keys represent authority yeah. right? Yes. authority yes. and whatsoever you bind here will happen in the, in, in the heavenlies so, so the devil's out there in the, he's not on the earth in a sense of natural so flesh and blood you're not binding. You're binding the Spirit. And we'll be bound in heaven. You know, there's three heavens, right? You guys know that, right? And the second heaven is where all the warfare is going on. Am I right or wrong? Three heavens? Paul, Paul said... I saw a people look at each other. I'm like, well, let me make sure because I don't want to... Because Paul said... Uh, yeah, that's... I mean, we there could be more, but they're only documented what Paul had what Paul said. So we know that much. Amen? And... Everyone's like, well, it wouldn't be." well, who knows what God has in store for them that love Him. <laughs> right. He said. It, he also said, "If all the things that I want to tell you, I could, there wouldn't be enough books." Yeah. So nothing goes contrary to this word. But I don't. Right. I don't make God literal. Then I don't put God in a box. Hallelujah. The Creator that was z- zero and created day one, two, and three, four, five, six, and seven. You, whatever he has said he's bound to but he's not bound to for him to add more for him to go further he can do whatever he wants he'll do nothing against this and we can do nothing you know what I'm saying we can't he can
1: because
0: he also said you won't. You can't even understand what I had planned we thank you for that God and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And he charged his disciples that they should tell no one that he was the Christ. Now we need to tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. But there was a reason then because of the warfare. And he was assigned to go to the Jews. And he had a, a course that he was making. And he needed to send the Holy Spirit. And there was a reason. And from the time forth began Jesus to show many disciples how much they, to go into Jerusalem and suffer the things and the elders and the priests. And Peter took and began... I did this for a reason. I'm reading it. I'm like, I forgot why. I have got the whole thing, but I'm going to keep going because I know that I did it for a reason. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. Said, oh, here it is. And he said unto thee, send this unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, get behind me, Satan, you are an offense to me. Why? Because he wasn't... Peter wasn't saying the word of God back to the word of God. He was saying the words of man. Mm-hmm. Peter didn't want him to go because his soul... He had a soul tie with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We can't have a soul tie with Jesus. We need a spiritual tie with Him. We can have a soul tie with a church. We can have a soul tie with a doctrine. We can have a soul tie with an idol. Savor is not the things which are God. Wait a minute. He was just hearing from God. That shows us. Yeah. But those that be of men. There it is. There's the proof. And then He said, Jesus, under his type, he said, If any man will come unto Me, let him deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow Me. Who shall save his life, shall lose it. Who shall uh, You guys can stand up. Can lose his life for my sake shall find it what shall a man give in exchange for his soul for the son of man shall come in his glory in the father with all the angels in reward according to his works very I say unto you there shall be standing none here that shall taste death until they see the son of man come in his kingdom father I thank you I thank you, Lord Jesus, for you are the way, the truth, and the life. Father, I thank you for the rock, Father God. We want to be founded on your word. We want to know your word. Whenever a man opens their mouth, it has to be your word. If it's not your word, then we should know. But Father, let anything that's been been, uh, planted by the enemy or the world or anything else be rooted out, God, and let your sure foundation come. Father, we thank you that you are the rock of our salvation. You are the founder of our faith. You are the one we, 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 we're, we're hidden in you. Let us just be hidden, that foundation, drilled in you, founded in you. We just thank you, Jesus.